Welcome to the Life United Podcast. We are all about helping you know God, find freedom, discover your purpose, and make a difference. We know that today's message is going to be a blessing to you. Amen. Happy Mother's Day. Praise the Lord. One good thing we have in common other than Jesus is we all have a mama. Somewhere, somehow, we all have a mama. But listen, uh, I want to share some things with you today about uh, really honoring mothers. And it's not as much a message as it is a a commendation, a praise uh, to mothers. But there's something I want to just say in the beginning that I, I believe will help you. I don't know whether you notice it or not, but mothers are different. And, and I'm not talking about, don't, don't get upset when I say this, I'm not talking about just women in general, but I'm talking about mothers. Uh, I mean, I, I've got two daughters, and I watched them become mothers, and I was amazed at the change in their life when they became mothers. Something different started working in their lives. And I want to tell you what it is. Now, there's more than this, but this is something that, that I believe that, that is, is almost predominantly instilled in, in a mother. And uh, it's called a cord of life. That's the way I want to talk, that runs through mothers. It runs through motherhood, in, in a sense. In Genesis chapter 2, In verse 27, God formed man out of dirt. God formed man out of dirt and breathed on him and life came and man became a living being. But now I want you to listen to this. Then it says in Genesis chapter uh, 2 verse 21 and 22, And the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam and he slept. We're good at that. He, t- he took out one of his ribs, closed up the flesh of it in the place. Now listen. Then the rib which the Lord had taken from man, he made into a woman and he brought her to the man. Now there is a difference even about the way men and women were created. Women were born or created out of flesh. Now, there's an important understanding about this between man and, 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 and women. Now, I understand we're all born, you know, born out of the womb. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But there is a difference about the cord of life that runs through Adam and the cord of life that runs through Eve. Eve was literally born or created, and not actually, she wasn't created, she was made out of flesh. So it says in Genesis chapter 2, verse 24, therefore shall a father leave, therefore shall a man leave his father and mother. Isn't it interesting? It's a father and a mother. Okay, not who you designate as a father and a mother, but real fathers, real mothers. Now listen to this. Listen to what it says. 
They shall leave their father and mother and be joined to a wife, and they shall become one flesh. That was created through Eve. Now, I'm not trying to get technical today. I've got a point here, so just stick with me, and, and you'll understand what I, where I'm going with it. But it's interesting to me that God called her a mother before she was a mother. That that was part of her purpose, part of God's plan for her life was for her to be a mother. Now look, I'm, I'm not trying to, to make someone feel bad if you're not a mother today or you don't want to be a mother or the opportunity, to, that, that has nothing to do with what I'm saying today. I want to talk to you about what God said about mothers. So listen to me carefully. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 20, it says, now listen to this, and Adam called his wife Eve, because, listen, because she was the mother of all living. He didn't say we are the parents of all living. He said she is the mother of all living. There was something that was imparted to Eve that runs through every mother. It was instilled. It, it's part of the cord of life. Even as that mother has that umbilical cord, there is a cord of life that runs all the way back to Eve as the first mother that runs through every mother. And God intended for every mother to walk in this. And you say, well, what if they don't? Well, there are a lot of people that don't walk in what God has for them. But that's, that's neither here nor there. Now listen to this. It says, she was called the mother of all living. Something out of her then was transmitted to every mother since creation. And it says in Genesis chapter 3 verse 15, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and, now listen, not their offspring, her offspring. Through Eve's offspring. Now we know Eve had, had, had kids, okay? We understand that. And, and the thing you've got to hear is there's something that God imparted to her that was separate, that was different than what God imparted to Adam. There were responsibilities there, were, there was anointing, if you want to call it that. There were gifts. There were all sorts of things that came into play. And part of it was that there was a challenge, an offense, an enmity between the woman and her offspring and the devil and his offspring. Now that is a spiritual connotation there that that's actually talking about Jesus but what happened is the devil Satan didn't know when Jesus was coming and so every woman was at odds with the with the devil and the only way that the enemy could attack them were through the offspring and the devil has always been a killer of babies he's always been a killer of children 
Think about Jesus before Jesus was born. What was one of the most tragic things that happened after the birth of Jesus? Hundreds of babies were killed. If you go back in the Old Testament, constantly the devil was challenging and creating religions and creating things to have people offer up babies as sacrifices. Why? Because that mother carries a cord of life from the father and the enemy, the devil, does not like it. Now, please listen to me today. And I know this, this, is, a, this is not a political subject. It is a, a, an enemy subject. Abortion robs a mother from motherhood and the gifts that that mother has to transmit not only to that child, but to, to another generation. Now, li now listen to me today. If you have had an abortion, there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. You've already had it. All you can do is ask God to forgive you and understand and realize that God has released in mothers a life force, a life cord that needs to be continued, and it is the enemy that kills babies, not God, not the will of a parent, a mother, but the enemy, Satan himself. And it started in the beginning. It started with Adam and Eve, and it's continuing to this day. It's part of his pastime. Now listen, I'm saying that because you've got to understand the impact and the power of what God released in the very beginning with Adam and Eve. And especially with Eve who became the mother of all living. Didn't say Adam became the father of all living, but it came, she became the mother of all living. Why? Here's why. Listen to me. Because all flesh comes through mothers. It doesn't come through man. All man does is plant a seed. The woman is the one who creates the flesh, who carries the flesh, who releases that flesh into, into life and creates an eternal being from it so there is a powerful powerful responsibility there a powerful force that flows there from that mother to children now you know you can you can pick any kind of perverted um, challenge to that you want to but this is these are the facts it's just like when jesus was talking to the pharisees and, and they were arguing with him because they said, well, Jesus, you say we shouldn't get divorced, but Moses said we could. And you know what Jesus said? He did that because of your flesh. But in the beginning, it wasn't like that. So God's best is motherhood releasing the life cords of God to that next generation and releasing that and letting God work through that next generation.
So that's been perverted many times, many ways over many years. But if you are a child of God today and you are a mother today or you are a child of a mother, which you are, then you've got to recognize the power of that connection and realize that there is something there, a cord there that God created between a mother and a child. And I just want to tell you right now, men do not have it to anywhere near the degree that a mother does. It's impossible because it was given at, at the time that Eve was created and became the first woman of flesh. Now listen to me. What is the cord of life that's imparted to mothers? Well, there's more than one, but I just want to deal with one today. I just want to deal with one. And let me show you this out of the scripture in Psalm 25, verse 6 and 7. I want you to listen to this. Remember, O Lord, your tender mercies and your loving kindnesses, for they are from old. Now listen to this. They are from old. If you study that word when it says from old, it says from the beginning. From the beginning, God was a God of tender mercies and loving kindness. Now listen to the next verse. Don't remember the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions. According to your mercy, remember me for your goodness sake, O Lord. Now here's the thing you've got to hear. You say, well, that's talking about God. It is, but I want you to listen to something today, and this is going to help you understand what I'm talking about. Now listen. The word here, tender mercies in the Hebrew, which this word, now listen, this word was talking about he, God had done this from the beginning. Really, actually, if you studied even before creation, God was this way. He had tender mercies. But now listen to this. The word tender mercies means the motherly feelings of a child in a womb. As a mother feels a child in the womb. In other words, God said, there is something about me that I want to express in the flesh and I'm going to express this through one way. I'm going to express this through mothers. And that expression is called tender mercies. And God said, this is what a mother feels toward a child. That's one of the reasons the devil doesn't like people having children because there is a release at court of life of the mercy of God, the tender mercies of God, the feelings of God that are released by that mother toward that child. Now listen carefully. This court of life comes from the beginning, from Eve, and is a powerful part of being a mother. I like the Living Translation, Living Bible. It says this, Look at me through the eyes of mercy and forgiveness, 
through the eyes of everlasting love. That's how mothers see their children. When fathers want to take a baseball bat to them, mothers look at them with tender mercies, and instead of wanting to kill them, they forgive them. They release forgiveness. They release care into their lives. I'm not encouraging anybody to take a baseball bat to their children, although I have been tempted. Hey, I'm confessing my sins. I've been tempted a <laughs> long time ago, but anyway. But listen, here's the thing you've got to understand. There is a cord of life that began with God that was released not to Adam, but through that creation of the flesh of Eve that now carries through to every mother. Every mother. It is not so, this is something that's not from a Christian standpoint. It's not from any kind, it's from a creation standpoint. And you can go anywhere in the world and watch this work with children. Now listen to me. Not only that, it's supernatural. I watched this flow through Becky to be a mother of three adopted children. Becky never gave birth, but she had three children. And the moment we brought that first child home, that was in her and on her because it's supernatural. That, that, and it's a loving kindness. It is a, it is a mercy. It is a, 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 an amazing forgiveness in the eyes of a mother. And, and, it, and it's, it's overwhelming how, how powerful it is. I've told this story before, probably on Mother's Day, but, but many, many years ago when we first started the church, we had a young man in our church who had a drug problem. And went to prison for drugs. Got out of prison. And because he had been in our church and his mother had been in our church, we, we, we welcomed him back to try to help him. And we were trying to help him. In fact, I actually um, uh, got a car, an older car that belonged to, uh, to me and I, uh, to my father that he wasn't driving. And I let him drive that car. And, and, but we found out that that he was actually using the church van to go up to the hospital. Now listen to this. Dressed as a priest to steal drugs. And using the church van, we found marijuana in the church van. And it, it, was, it was pretty wild. In fact, there for a while, we actually had the police surveilling us thinking that we were part of some kind of, you know, drug deal or something. And I never forget when I, when I finally found out, you know, what, what was happening. And he had kind of, you know, he started hiding out. And I knew, you know, obviously I knew where his mother lived. So I went to his mother's house and uh, knocked on the door. She came to the door. The car was parked there in the uh, in the lot, I said, I came to pick up this car. Uh, you know, um, he can't drive it anymore. And so 
Uh, I said, have you seen your son? No, I don't know where he is. Uh, well, we really, uh, 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 we, you know, the police are looking for him. Oh, I don't know where he is. Do you have the keys to that car? Oh, yeah, I have them. Let me get them. And she gave me the keys. He was in the back bedroom. She lied to her pastor. She lied to the police. In fact, the police were following me after I left the house, and I pulled over and walked back and started talking to them about it. Why would she do that? Now, I'm not saying violate the law, but why would a mother go to those links for her child? Because of that cord of life that is on the inside of her, those eyes of mercy and forgiveness, those eyes of everlasting love and kindness. That's why he actually ended up going back to prison and then came out of prison. And when he came out the next time, God did a supernatural work in his life, totally delivered him. And that was, that was 37 years ago, probably, 30, 36, 37 years ago. And to this day, he's still living and serving God, married and living a great life. And so listen, here's the thing. I believe that part of the reason that he was able to finally break that yoke off of his life because somebody still loved him, still was kind to him, even though they went overboard with it, that that cord of life was there and that that mother loved, had mercy, had forgiveness, saw him through those eyes of love and kindness, and eventually God was able to break that yoke off of his life. That's motherhood. That's how mothers work. I don't, I don't know how long sometimes mothers stand for their children. And I want to tell you something. Don't ever quit. Don't ever give up on them. There's a cord of life running through you that's born of God. It's of God. It is a, it is a, a, a cord of love, a cord of mercy, a cord of forgiveness, and, I, and a cord of kindness. And when everybody else fails, I understand. Now look, sometimes there are things you have to do, but, but I want to tell you something. Mothers, don't ever let go of those children. Don't ever give up on them. Don't ever think, well, they're not going to ever... They're not going to ever be what they're supposed to be. I'm telling you right now, listen, they will be what God has for them. Don't give up on them. Don't give up at all. Just keep loving. Keep forgiving. Keep showing love and kindness and mercy toward them. God's going to work. God's going to work. You may not be able to trust them. Listen, you may not be able to trust them, but you can love them. There's a big difference. Now, I'm going to speak for just a minute, and I'm going to speak for every son and every daughter, okay? That's what I'm going to speak right now, for every son, for every daughter. Thank you, mothers, for never giving up, always believing the best and hoping for better. Thank you, mothers, for enduring, enduring childbirth. Enduring pain caused by wrong decisions. Enduring pain caused by wrong choices. Thank you, mothers, for the comfort that you bring in times of pain, 
in times of not knowing. Thank you, mothers, for empathizing when you know I was wrong. Thank you for empathizing and encouraging me to be back and do the right thing. Thank you, mothers, for being responsible for me even when it wasn't your responsibility. Thank you, mothers, for being a caregiver. Thank you for being an intercessor. Thank you for keeping the cord of life flowing to me because God wants to work. And only, only, listen, say, well, I haven't done a very good job. Listen, you're not going to ever be perfect, but you can know this. God honors you because you are a mother. God honors you because you are a mother. This is my prayer for you today, and then I'm going to be finished. Listen to this. This is my prayer for you. I pray that you have the patience of Sarah to submit God's, to God's plan and His authority. I pray that you have the joy of Mary, the mother of Jesus, who joyfully received God's high calling to be the mother of our Savior. I pray that you have faith like Lois and Eunice, who are mother and grandmother, willing to raise a young child, Timothy, with the Word of God, knowing the importance of preparing the next generation to serve Jesus. I pray that you'll be like Naomi, who loved Ruth as her own and raised her in the ways of God. I pray that you continue with the compassion that Pharaoh's daughter had as she nurtured a baby boy who was adopted as her own son. I pray that you continue to live a life of worship like Hannah, who poured out her heart before the Lord and received the desires of her heart. I pray as the years go by that you continue to grow in grace as you share your life with others and you share that cord of life, that loving kindness in those tender mercies in Jesus' mighty name. I pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, today, we have mothers of every description. We have children who are, are separated from their mothers. Father, I just thank you right now that you work in their lives. Father, those that are separated, join them back together. Father, let there be a supernatural work. Father, if that child is selfish, break that yoke for the mother. If the mother's selfish, break that yoke for the child. Father, bring them, no matter what their age is, back together. That that cord of life can run true in their lives. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Thanks for connecting with us today on the podcast. And you know, we'd love to connect with you in person at one of our campuses in Shreveport, Louisiana, or in Lake Charles, Louisiana. You can get all the information from our website, lifeunited.church.